Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. Today, I would like to talk about why is success so lonely? Steve, kick us off. Well, I'm going I'm to be a bit contentious. I'm going to say that failure is lonely too. Mm. I think that the outliers, whether it's success or failure or eccentricity or anything, I think outliers are potentially lonely. Mm. And I think the people, the people who really succeed often are outliers in respect of their abilities or their intellect or or their drive or their their ambition something along those lines Hmm. i was thinking that as you gain success people who succeed typically are also growing and you tend to outgrow the people around you and if you don't bring in new people who are growing with you or at that level you are it can get really lonely i that's what i feel like yeah and adding to steve's list of of reasons that it may be lonely is that there is always a factor of luck and how we leverage that and then the jealousy or discontent that comes from other folks going well i didn't have that opportunity or i didn't take advantage of that sort of opportunity and not ending up in the same place so it is often a case of okay well i did a thing i put an offer on that building you could have done that yeah Mm. i agree with uh surrounding yourself with the right people and continually different people Mm -hmm. um the the way that we find empowerment in our careers and the way that we choose to nurture that empowerment Um, it's true that some people just don't want to do the work. They don't want to solve the problem. Mm -hmm. They want to put the bandaid on it. And that's, that's a thing that I've experienced. Okay. We need to solve this problem. And I had a coworker look at me and say, no, we don't. We just need to get through today. And then someone else will deal with it. And at that moment, our relationship became broken. And I realized that we were very different people and we continue to be civil, but we no longer work together. So I'm wondering, is the loneliness part of it? Because as you move forward, you start having problems that other people are like, oh, I wish I had that problem. And they're really snarky about it. Maybe that. Yeah. Um, It's also worth bearing in mind that there is this uh, tendency for people to be sycophantic around people who are really uh, successful, Mm. you know? So you get people who aren't your peers but want to be alongside you and be seen to have that guilt rubbing off. Mm. Um, and that's, that's a lonely place to be because even if you're really nice to them, even if you delegate and you help and you mentor, when, when the door closes and the phone goes down, you're on your own. So. And that begs the question to me of how do we fill our cups? How do we recharge our batteries so that we can continue to grow, so mm. that we can continue to lead and do the next thing? And to become so focused on reading the next book and thinking about the building lane or uh, writing a book or the next project or the next event, um, we, that's, that's our focus. That's what's driving us. And so to have people around us that are taking and, and sucking the life away from us rather than giving and spurring us on and making us think new thoughts and, and see things in different ways is, is draining. Yeah, I mean, I'm really fortunate because obviously the career that I have, I get to have those kind of really interesting conversations with people about, you know, where are you? What's going on with your cup? What challenges do you have? How do we fix it? 
Um, so I get to have those kind of um, intellectually stimulating conversations. And I feel like there are people who hire me specifically to have intellectually stimulating, stimulating conversations. I can talk. How do you deal with that loneliness if you can't be sure that your friends are your friends, if they're just trying to, like Steve said, hang around with you because they want some of your light to rub off on them? Like, what does that look like in like real life? And when we frame this initially as leadership, and that was where my brain went was, well, part of it is having that team, right? It's the C-suite. It is the board that are in other industries that are at similar levels and have different perspectives. And I went, wow, do we have that sort of thing in our lives, right? Other people who are on similar paths, but may not be in the same industry, may not be competitors, but there's someone that we can connect with and interact with at that level that we may not have in our day-to-day -day interactions. Mm. A question I'd love to ask my clients is, who do you trust to risk making you angry? Because if you don't have anyone in your life that you know that they'll risk making you angry, you're not going to get the truth. And that is a really lonely place if you, can, if you never feel like you can get the truth. But if you get angry when someone tells you the truth, that's a whole separate thing that needs to be worked on. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's not loneliness, that's aggression and, and, and self-delusion. Success is such an arbitrary word because you can be successful in a very small way, doing a little job, having a shop that, that services a local community and does really well. And you're never going to be rich, but you can be successful because you are serving your community. Mm. Or you can be the Elon Musk, or you can be the, the world leader, the, the Angela Merkel or whatever. You can be all of those things and success can, can be... Uh, can follow all of those paths. Is do you think one path, one kind of success, more likely to be the home of the lonely than another? It seems like the path that takes you where the more eccentricity you brought that up at the beginning, Steve. The more eccentricity there is in your success, I think the lonelier it gets, and the harder it is to find people who are real. Oh yeah, that that, that was my initial premise was that most of the really successful people are a bit strange and consequently unless you find other people that are strange in the same way or strange in a different complementary way you may not have that society around you that stops you from being lonely yeah. and if you're just a you know a, a a decently successful executive in a big company you can probably go out and play golf with people just like you or go bowling or, or you know go for hill walks or whatever mm. And therefore, that loneliness can be assuaged. I think it's the extremes that, that are more likely to struggle with that. I'm going to respectfully disagree with you, Steve. Okay. I think at that middle management level and even CEO type level, you're making hard decisions. Um, you're making business decisions that may result in budget cuts, in loss of job, in letting people go. Um, I left my corporate job and it was... It was traumatic, but it was the best thing for me. I was in a terrible place mm. and I hated it. And I was starting to hate everyone around me mm. and leaving was the best thing. Um, and so when you're making those hard decisions, I think that that loneliness is more because then people think, oh, well, we can't talk, we can't invite her out for golf because then she'll just go back to the president and have that conversation. This isn't a safe place to be uh, candid. 
But mm. when you graduate to that truly eccentric um, sort of genius level, um, I think that you, you embrace solitude. And so different than loneliness, solitude is removing the noise and sometimes gives you an opportunity to just think more clearly and decide who you want in your life and who is, who serves you as much as you serve them. Who do you have that symbiotic relationship with? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfectly valid. Perfectly good point. I wonder if the upper reaches of inner directed personalities um, need company less. But then don't you end can... up in a silo where you're, you're making decisions based on the reflection off of your own brain rather than well, having anybody to bounce ideas off of? Well, I, no, I think what I'm getting at is that there's, there's, there's business and you have your team, you have your, your directors, your board, your C-suite, whatever. And you can delegate, you can work with, you can talk to, but that isn't necessarily going to assuage loneliness in your personality. And I hate dissociating life from work. You know, mm -hmm. you can't, mm -hmm. you can't leave one away and, and, and put the other one in. So people can be surrounded by good people whom they like and, and enjoy their company and, and it's fruitful. And then they go home and if they're inner directed, they can sit there and be happy in their own heads, watching a movie, listening to music, reading a book, writing a book, whatever it might be, but they're not needing that constant input from outside that the outer directed people need to have recognition. And maybe when you get past that, you mature past that, you no longer need that, uh, that, that amount of, of um, valid Validation. Validation. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to have to cut our conversation off there about why success is lonely. Thank you so much for having it with me. I've enjoyed it immensely and I look forward to the next one.